I used to think success was something you had to be superhuman to achieve. That the successful were different from the rest of us. That you had to be born better than a normal human to achieve anything. But the successful are more similar to you and me than we thought. They're just real people. So I go talk with them. I'm Dakota O'Neill, and this is Real with O'Neill. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Real with O'Neill. I'm here today with Scott Brewster, the Vice President of Civil Axe Throwing, and Jeremy Sartain, the manager of the Orange Beach location. They have locations in Orange Beach, and I believe you said 13 other locations? Yep, that's correct. Yeah, 13 other locations, and fingers crossed, uh, we'll add add two more here in the next uh, month or two as well. All right, so... uh... Where are all the locations you currently have open at? Um, so, wow, to go down the list. <laughs> um, Jonesboro, Chattanooga, um, Orange, well, obviously Orange Beach, Little Rock, <laughs> um, Memphis. We're in Baton Rouge. We're in Tampa, Florida. We're uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Man, I'm going to miss some, <laughs> and it's not because they're less important. Um, Fort Smith. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, they're, they're just like, they're children, man. There's no, uh, there's no priority over one or the other, and you, you don't love one more than the other, but uh, sometimes you, you forget names. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Fort Smith, Arkansas, Huntsville. Awesome. So you guys are spread all over, all over the South. Yep. All over the South. We got a pretty good, uh, blueprint, uh, going of the, the, the South there. So, yeah. And the, uh, the logic behind that is, um, and, and just to get to some of the background and the backstory of us, um, we started back in, well, really the, the thought process started back in 2015, um, and, you know, just doing, during some traveling um, up north there in Canada, saw this cool little sport um, that, that people were, were really enjoying. Um, and we'd never really quite seen anything like it um, in the U.S. We knew that there were, you know, there, there were a few, but, you know, never really saw um, it scaled, um, especially in the, the southeast. So uh, we started in Huntsville, um, Alabama, uh, back in 2017 uh, is when we first opened our first location. Um, and <clears throat> from there, um, we very, you know, slowly and strategically expanded into other markets. I think from there, we got into Chattanooga, Tennessee, um, where, and then Birmingham, Alabama, and we, we kind of, we, we really started to make a circle, um, kind of around Huntsville. Um, and, and then from there, it just made logical sense for, um, just our team and resources to be able to get to all of those, um, stores, uh, within, you know, an hour, you know, a few hours of driving, uh, to one another. And, um, you know, it was, again, it was a very slow, um, meticulous uh, process. You know, we, we really wanted to make sure, um, you know, we were resourceful, 
um, with with our limited uh, resources. Honestly, at the end of the day, it was a very small team. Um, we we had really four, not even, yeah, we'll call it four quote unquote um, corporate <laughs> people, and uh, and then at the store level, you know, we probably started with four to eight employees um, at each location. So it was, it, we really focused on the experience and, and what customers would enjoy and how they would enjoy it. And we wanted to make it unique. Um, we, we knew the sport already was going to be unique. Um, and, and we knew people were just going to have fun. Um, but we still wanted to make sure we went over the top when it came to that interaction between who we call our experts. Um, those are our people that train um, our team members that honestly, if you know, when we, when we hire um, it, it's more about their personality. Um, if they're outgoing, um, you know, because we can teach you, in a few days, how to throw an ax, you know, honestly, um, to be good at it. Um, but you know, if, if you can't have that personal interaction with somebody and it, it's just, it's not going to work, um, for us. So, you know, again, a little bit of growing pain through there. Um, but again, um, our, our HR, um, uh, basically, um, department who's one guy, <laughs> um, Jorge Lima, who, um, he, he was one of the, the founding, you know, people with this company has done an amazing job building that uh, foundation, uh, for how our operations run, um, at a store level. And, you know, we, we really wanted to just, just create a fun environment at the end of the day. Um, we wanted it to be, a place where you can come and honestly have the cheapest form of um, mental therapy <laughs> you you could you could ever have. Um, you know, we we wanted people to enjoy themselves with their friends, their families, their coworkers, and just you know get out some aggression. And and honestly, Axe Sterling does that. Um, it is a workout. Um, you know, so it, there's a little bit of uh, stress relief, uh, throughout that process. Um, but yeah, you know, from there, um, really when we hit our stride was 20, 2018, 19 ish, probably beginning of 2019. And, um, this was a little bit before Jeremy came on board. Um, but man, I, I can't tell you how many miles uh, we we put on some cars. Um, that's when we really exploded. I was doing we at one in one month, I believe we had three grand openings um, and that was mainly out of Arkansas and where else Arkansas and then Mississippi. We were in Oxford, Mississippi as well. Um, unfortunately, we had to close that one um, during the pandemic. It just, um, we lost it, it unfortunately. Um, it was just one of those unfortunate um, causes of our environment that we were in. <clears throat> um, with We were, 
you know, we were really involved with the university. And once that went away, it was, it was just tough for us to, to keep everything intact on there. But all that to be said, um, yeah, we, I think we went from four locations before 2019 to 10 by the middle of 2019 and then from 19 to 20 <laughs> right before the pandemic we opened another three so then we went we went from four to 13 in less than almost uh, you know almost a year and a half um it was insane um jeremy can attest to this because he was on board then at that time there's periods of time where you you didn't know what state you were in. <laughs> um, I think Jeremy actually did this. There, didn't you do four states in one day or three? Four. It was four. <laughs> yes, I did. So, I mean, but that's how we did it, man. It was just, it wasn't really, it wasn't like, you know, where they say, um, you know, fire or no aim fire ready you know one of those it was you know but it felt that way you know we we were we were really building the ship um while it was in flight okay. and i loved it i i think you know the team enjoyed it there was never a dull moment uh, every day was different than the next um but it was it was a lot of fun um and honestly we we would I know we talked earlier, we, you know, we're at 14 right now. If it, if it weren't for the pandemic, I mean, we, we'd easily be double that, um, right now. We, we had to, yeah, we, we had to decline. I think at the time of the pandemic, we declined seven letters of intent that, that we were in the process of, um, uh, of activating. So, you know, we just had to get out of everything we were doing. Um, because we didn't know what type of world we were getting into. And so that was unfortunate. But the good news out of that as well um, is that, you know, we're, we're starting to um, begin those conversa conversations again. Um, a lot of those properties are gone, but, um, you know, those uh, they've gotten picked up by other companies. But, you know, we're, we're starting to get back into that kind of um, development stage uh, of our business because we feel really comfortable with where uh, not only the environment's going but just the um, state you know of people's um, comfort level you know with getting out um, in groups I know we're it's a little tricky situation now in some locations we're going back to masks which is fine um, you know we we've got the protocol in place um, but yeah, I mean, from, the, from this point forward, you know, we're not looking back. So we're, we're excited about the future and um, excited about getting more people involved with Axtron. So uh, the, the owners, the founders, the idea came from Canada. So is it just they were up there traveling and saw people out Axtron and it seemed like a great time and they brought it down here? Or did they actually go do Axtron? And how? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. I know you said you became involved a couple of years in. 
how like what were you doing whenever you became involved with the company like uh what was going on in your life and how did you uh actually get into the axe throwing business oh man <laughs> so we don't we don't have enough time and i don't know if i'm even uh, allowed to disclose a lot of the information but so I, I, the funny story is um, I was with the Alliance of American Football League, which um, <laughs> see, so there you go. I mean, um, it, it truly, I cannot wait for this documentary to come out. <laughs> I, I declined. I'm, I'm not going near it. I'm nothing. I'm out. <laughs> but um yeah, unfortunately, I was in Memphis, Tennessee, and we were the Memphis Express. Um, I was the VP of sales. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was a whirlwind. And, um, you know, not to disclose too much, but yeah, literally, yeah, honestly, overnight, we folded. Um, it, it, was, it, it was the craziest life experience I've ever gone through. Um, it's not as if we didn't know we were struggling, um, but we we basically lost all our investment. Um, so all of our principal, uh, we just ran out of money, frankly, at the end of the day. And and again, in about forty eight hours, you know, we were basically told, you know, thanks, and we appreciate all your effort. And so it's kind of crazy when you hear that and you put. I mean, we we built a football league in less than six months, which every time I think about that, it, it was insane. Um, there there was n- never, you know, less than a ten hour day in there. I mean, we we lived there, you know, in the office or at the stadium, um, and I don't, you know, it didn't matter what your job was or what your responsibilities were, you were doing something outside of your scope, which was great. Um, I mean, I honestly, you know, we were building stuff, you know, so <laughs> you know, all hands on deck if there was ever um, a better term was, was what we were doing. Um, but it was, it was the people, it was just a, it was a great, like I said, it was a, it was the best of times and still kind of the worst of times um, for us there. Um, and so when we folded, um, one of the um, founders who's, um, his name's Jared Welch, um, he and I were going to the same church and developed a, a great relationship. And I honestly had no idea um, that that he was, um, he had a, um, a business. And, and so, you know, he brought me in and we started to talk about this um, thing called axe throwing. And I'm like, I kind of heard of it, but it's, it's okay. It, it sounds like, you know, it's just this little small mom and pop thing. And it was, um, but, you know, I, I trusted Jared very much. And um, then I got to know the family and um, it's become part of my family um, as well. So from there, it, it, there's never been a day or a time where, you know, I haven't put forth 
hundred percent because I honestly like it's family and we love each other and we, we do what's best for one another. Um, and that, that's kind of flowed into the business as well. Um, a lot of what we do honestly isn't fiscally responsible, <laughs> but if it's the right thing to do, uh, we're going to do it. Um, I mean, just so many of our decisions come down to um, just gut and, and honestly feeling. And I know that doesn't sound like a, a very uh, business savvy thing to do, but we just know that in, at the end of the day, um, it, it'll come back. It, it'll be something that we're, we're going to do what's, um, what's right. Um, if, you know, again, if somebody doesn't have a good experience, we, we don't want them to, to come, you know, to go away with, well, they're, you know, they're just in it for the money or, you know, they're just trying to get, you know, um, more revenue out of something, you know, but they're not doing the right thing. Um, you know, and, and we just, we've always kind of created that, that feeling, um, through our company. Um, if Jeremy needs help in anything, um, if it's outside of work, I mean, we're there for him. Um, we know how, just how much effort and time and, and honestly a struggle it can be. Um, and, and we want to be there to support people through that process. Um, you know, whether you've been with us a week or, you know, three or four years, um, it's, it's no different. Um, so that's kind of where we were, uh, from the beginning and, um, you know, it's just, it's grown. Um, since then, uh, we actually brought on a, um, uh, uh, what you call it, a CFO. Um, so now we're doing things a little bit more different, but still at the core of everything that we do is we just, we want to do what's right. Um, in any instance, what would you say is probably one of the biggest challenges and you're both welcome to answer this of, uh, running or operating a business that's based around something that a lot of people would perceive as unsafe or not family friendly, quote unquote, in the form that you're throwing this deadly weapon around in a setting where alcohol is also involved. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, and that, that is our biggest hurdle is that first experience, just getting someone in to uh, uh, see what we're about um, and, and what, what we provide uh, the services. So we, we've tried to do our best, um, you know, knock on wood again, since we've been established in 2017, we truly have not had a, let's call it an emergency, um, you know, or anything has ever happened to where it can't be, you know, fixed or, you know, uh, quick little band-aid here or there, you know, at the location. Um, and, and typically the people that, that do, um, uh, accidentally injure themselves are, are experts. Um, they're trained, <laughs> but sometimes they're doing trick shots and, and usually that's, that's about the only time where again, they'll, you know, they, they might cut themselves. Um, but again, knock on wood, um, I think, you know, from this point moving forward, we, we still have never, ever, you know, again, I, I say that had an issue. Um, and, and it, it is the more to 
that I'm hearing um, from the store levels, people are asking, you know, what the minimum age is um, and what the minimum age is to throw is 10 um, for us. And, and you can go on and you can see these family photos now uh, of, of groups that are coming in and they are, they're 10, 12, 15, you know, they're, they're bringing their children and the parents are throwing and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a great feeling, you know, to see that uh, happening at our locations. But again, that biggest challenge is having them try it. Um, you know, I always kind of say this, there's, there's two people um, in this world, you know, those who love ax throwing and those who haven't tried it yet. And, and that's just, honestly, I've never, I've never come across well, I shouldn't say that never. There is very, very few um, instances where I've come across someone or heard that, yep, you know, I went, I tried axe throwing, eh, just wasn't my thing. I mean, it, it just doesn't happen. You don't hear that very often um, at all. Usually what ends up happening, they come in, they're a little bit tentative and, you know, not really sure what to do or what to expect. But our experts, you know, hold their hand, you know, <laughs> and and just kind of literally take them through that process. Jeremy did it. Um, that's where Jeremy started with us. And Jeremy can again attest to this: is it is the same exact experience every single time for these first time throwers. Um, they they come in. That first throw is horrific. Um, they're you know they're real skittish. Um, you know they kind of they, they throw it and then run the other direction. <laughs> and, and then, you know, uh, our experts will slow them down. And, and now after that first throw, they, they get a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more confident. And, and again, you know, our expert will take them through more of the technique. Um, but man, that first time that, that they throw that ax and it, and it sticks into the target, the, the joy and the expression is always the same you know their eyes get big they jump hands are all raised up they're clapping like they're they're yelling it it always happens and and then from there they're hooked and 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 that's that's honestly that's our biggest challenge though we want to get them to that point of i i did this it was awesome and i'm just gonna repeat it <laughs> and 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 that's it honestly um and and that's what ends up happening um uh, usually for those big challenges um yeah i'm one of the uh unlucky people who hasn't done x yet we gotta get you in i was gonna ask you uh it's more than just you come in and there's like a pile of axes and there's a target. So you come in and here's, here's the target, throw the axes at it. It's more than just that. They actually teach you, they walk you through what you're supposed to do, how to do it right. You know, the proper form and all that. It's more than just yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy, go ahead. I mean, you, you want to take them through the process? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and, and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll echo what Scott said there, you know, that we believe the experience sells itself, you know, and that's what we've worked and prided ourselves on creating is, is finding staff that, that celebrate, you know, that, you know, when, when they do get that first tick, because what's going to happen every time is, is for that first time, Axel, they're going to come in and, and nine times out of 10, they're going to be like, well, 
how safe is this? Because I've seen videos. And it's like, well, we know what video you're talking about where the axe comes flying back and the girl dodges it like it's doing some Matrix moves or whatever. And we're like, mm-hmm. it's not that bad, you know. Um, you know, obviously you're throwing a, an object at, at, you know, at a at a force that doesn't move. And, you know, so you're going to have some bounce back if you don't stick. But, you know, um, not not to the where you're going to do some, you know, Keanu Reeves Matrix moves over here dodging axes, you know, or anything like that. But, um, but yeah, we... Uh, I, our experts that, that we that we bring in and 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 we love the the puns that we can create from the term axe you know and um so that's one of them an expert and uh, they, they are our staff they're on the one they're the ones on the grounds they're the ones that's that's training day in and day out when they're not when there's not customers there they're they're learning new trick shots up in their game you know and things like that but they're the ones there they're uh i mean they're they're the ones that are that are um welcoming our people in excited when people come in the door you know uh helping them make sure that you know they've got the clothes so shoes on and uh getting their waiver signed you know and, and they get them to their lanes creating a safety spiel for them teaching them the techniques of throwing and then you know after people get comfortable throwing which we say you know the first you know really you know you like scott said you're going to get that that first throw is going to be typically horrendous you know but uh, once we get their technique down, because there is some technique, a lot of people, I, I honestly truly tell people a lot of times, I think girls are better axe throwers than guys initially because mm-hmm. the girls are coming in and listen, the guys come in and they're macho and want to pick up an axe and be like, I can throw this axe. Well, there's a little bit of technique to it, you know? And so, um, they, uh, once, once, you know, everybody gets that technique down, you know, first 10 to 15 minutes roughly, and they're sticking pretty good and they've stuck that first one, super excited about it. Then, you know, our, our experts are there to, you know, teach them games, you know, some basic trick shots that we allow our customers to do and stuff like that. And, and really, you know, work around creating that experience that we pride ourselves on that, that personal experience. That's what we want to do is, is we want to bet we want our, finding our staff is one of the hurdles we find, you know, on a local level that we, that we find is finding those rock star staffs. You know, I mean, like Scott said earlier, we can, we can teach anybody how to throw axes, but finding that all-star rock star kind of mentality staff where, man, they're excited you're there. They're excited. They get to teach you what they do for, for their job. They're, you know, it's not just like, you know, working at a fast food restaurant or something, not knocking that, you know, it's, but it's, it's, it's getting, giving that experience to our customers. And so finding those rock star, all-star staff that, that provide that, that are there to get to know their customers, you know, and, and we've even got, uh, we've even got some, uh, you know, it's, it's really from a, from a, my perspective, I know Scott does as well. You know, when we see five star reviews coming in across Google and it's mentioning not just the location, but it's saying, Hey, this specific employee, I had a great experience with them. That's when we're like, man, they're doing their job. You know, that, that they, they created an experience where you connected with them. And I mean, so many times we'll see uh, customers come back time and time again, and they come back to experience throwing again because they love it. But then they come back for, to be able to hang out with that staff member because they've developed a relationship with them or they have a good enough experience. You're like, man, I want that guy to continue teaching me. I want that girl to continue teaching me. And so that's, that's where, uh, you know, so we do provide that, you know, that's really awesome. Uh, now what kind of qualifications? I know you said that they need to have that rock star attitude, but is there like a training course you have to go through to become an expert or do you guys provide on the job training or, or how do you become an expert? 
Yeah, so so great question um, there, Dakota. Um, you know, it's it's honestly truly, you know, they apply. We go through an interview process with them. It's just trying to find their personality. A lot of times, that's you know, a lot of times that's what we're looking for is just that that rock star. You can almost kind of see it. it you know, I tell my staff all the time, you're our experts are are almost entertainers in a way. You know, um, they they're there to entertain the customers and you know and, and and show them what they can do and 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 then develop that in our customers. You know. And uh, so you're you're looking for that, but as far as training, no, it, it requires no no training prior to you know. So we take uh, you know if we find that person that's got that rock star mentality and that you know that edge to we're like man, they'd be a great fit. And um, you know we we start training them on the spot there. You know I, I would say the biggest portion of our employees have never been to an axling venue or ever thrown an axe before they come to work with us. They most of them what we get is. Man, it, it, it seems like it'd be fun. Sounds like it'd be a great job. And I think I'd, you know, I think it'd be something fun to do to be able to tell people that you throw axes, you know, for your job. And, and that's what we end up getting a lot of times is those people and they, they, they become great experts. And then I tell them all the time, I'm like reminding them, I was like, man, like, you know, you, you could be doing something else, but you choose to throw axes for a living. And, and I always get when I, you know, share with people what I do for a living, they're like, and you get paid for that? Yes, I do. You know, and so it's a uh, pretty pretty awesome that, that you get to say that. And so um, we provide all that training though, and and then once we give them the basics, then it's like they start taking off. And we've got staff that'll come up with some crazy trick shots that they can do just from constantly throwing and just evolving their game. And, and it's it's pretty awesome to watch those and and be able to celebrate those with them because they'll send us videos or or, or we'll get them and they'll we'll post them to our social media with them doing trick shots and. Uh, to our TikTok or, or wherever, and man, we get to celebrate that with them because they're super excited. You know, I mean, uh, we've got some great coaches. We had one the other day that uh, posted our TikTok that he uh, he is uh, he's skateboarding past the target and throwing an axe. You know, and it's just like, okay, dude, that's that's pretty crazy. But many we get to celebrate that with them and stuff, so it's pretty awesome. Do you guys have like in company competitions to see who's the best? We not, but uh, no, we we haven't. But uh, we've got some uh, we've got some employees that, that talk some pretty good game between each other because they keep up with each other on social media and they'll talk some pretty good game amongst each other, you know, and stuff. So we've uh, we've talked about doing some stuff like that, but uh, we've not not done that yet. That, that could get uh, that could get pretty interesting. So. Make a good YouTube channel. <laughs> Yeah, and that's that's honestly that's one of the avenues we're starting to develop. Yep. Um, to Dakota is our YouTube channel um, because I like Jeremy touched on. We we've got some great personalities um, with within our team at the store level, and and we want to celebrate it. We we want to pour into it. Um, so you know the more enjoyment that they can get out of their job and you know what they're doing on a daily basis. Um, the better it's going to be for everyone. And, and so that's something we're, we're working on. Hopefully here, you know, in the coming months, we've got that thing up and rolling, but um, yeah, it's, it's definitely on the, uh, it's, it's on the uh, uh, agenda for us. <laughs> forthcoming. All right. Uh, now, what do you guys have planned for the future as far as, uh, you guys, I know you said you have more locations opening soon. Are you guys planning to expand into mm-hmm. any other type of markets? Like, uh, I don't know, 
other than just YouTube or anything like that, something like uh, training, you know, professional acts training or like offering oh, yeah. that as a paid course or something like that that people could go for? Yeah, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily go along those lines, um, but it, of a of a course, um, maybe you know something to look into. But um, no, I think right now, really, what we're focused on, you know, big picture stuff is obviously expanding our footprint. Um, additionally, within that, uh, we've begun franchising. Um, currently, we have one franchise uh, e. Uh, he's up in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Um, the the second one's coming along here in Decatur, Alabama. So he's going through the process right now of opening, uh, hopefully here in the next two to three weeks. Um, so I think our main focus is on expansion of units um, for our business. And, and again, just developing a larger footprint um, and, and not necessarily just in the Southeast, like I mentioned, we're in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, but, you know, starting to expand North, um, you know, into certain markets and even as far North as, um, New York, um, there's potentially an opportunity for us there. Um, hopefully in the next six to maybe 10 months. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely a uh, focus of ours to, to expand. Um, the other would be our mobile units. Uh, we haven't touched on it, but uh, we actually have a, a truck, um, which is this, is it a 16 or 18 foot long truck? It's a uh, 16 foot. Hinsky. 16 foot. Yeah. So we have a 16 foot truck that expands and opens up and allows for 12 targets, um, six on each side. So if you can imagine um, both sides of this truck opening up, um, almost like, um, like, you know, a DeLorean, <laughs> the, the doors of a DeLorean. Uh, and so they, you know, they expand out and then we've got literally six individual lanes on each side with six targets. Um, it is a, man, it's a thing to witness and it, it is definitely eye catching, um, and I think it's one of the, obviously kind of our hidden, uh, gem, uh, of what we have. The unfortunate thing about this truck is it just is not very, um, it's crazy to say this, but it's not mobile. <laughs> it is a very big, heavy truck. Um, so it takes a lot of time <laughs> for, for it to get around because this thing is extremely heavy. Um, I mean, it is a, it is a beast. Um, but man, when, once we get there, it may take us a couple hours, but we'll get there um, to an event. It it does very well because it just draws people in. And again, this goes back to our biggest challenge is just to get someone to throw one axe. And and once they do that, we're we we can we're in good shape. We we can work with them. Um, and and that's that's really what we're we're going towards. Uh, we also have. Something that's a little um, uh, more, um, I guess, uh, manageable is our at-home kits. These are kits that break down, um, and we can actually build a target. Um, you know, about fifteen to thirty minutes, and we can put this thing together, and then all of a sudden, we can be in someone's backyard. Excuse me, and we're you know we we've set up the. Um, the guidelines and all the safety barriers and things to, you know, just to make sure everyone's being safe. 
Um, and obviously there's nothing behind the target or, you know, near the target that could be damaged or injured any, anyone. Um, and you know, within an hour we're up and running and this, this thing's going, um, and people are having barbecues and birthday parties and, um, you know, uh, it's, it's just a great environment that we, honestly, we, we developed it during the pandemic, um, because we knew we couldn't get people to the store. So how do we get our services to the people? You know, we've got to go to them. So we just built this thing literally overnight and uh, as quickly as possible, we pivoted um, our business model from brick and mortar to, you know, these at home kits. And um, it, it definitely was a bandaid for us, but all of a sudden we saw another um, opportunity for our business and our services and we've kept it. Um, it. It does extremely well for us um, because a lot of times, again, if there's a huge party that we just can't accommodate in our store and, you know, the people that we're talking to are um, uh, flexible, we can come to them. And all of a sudden we've done, uh, well, uh, Jeremy, you can even talk about, you know, some of the um, events we've done with the mobile axe throwing. Yeah, with that, it's um, it's become a really unique, uh, you know, business model that, that come out of, you know, just trying times, just trying to figure out how to, you know, create revenue during those times. But uh, I mean, we with those, I mean, with that, with the at home kits, we've done, uh, I mean, we do anywhere from a birthday party for little kids, you know, 10 and older up to, you know, we've done corporate events for for pretty good size headquarters, you know, like I know we did one in Little Rock um, out of our Little Rock location here a while back, and it was for um, a, a big uh, industry there that I think they had about a hundred employees and they wanted to have kind of an employee appreciation deal. And, um, you know, we've done some of those in Jonesboro as well, where we'll set up those targets and, and do kind of an employee appreciation time and stuff. So it, it gives, you know, it, it offers a bunch of different services cause it, you know, takes them out of the store, sets them up there, you know, and, uh, it's been, been pretty cool. And then with the, like Scott said, with the, uh, with the mobile truck, that thing is, um, I'm the one who drives that thing, and it. Um, I jokingly tell them that um, with that thing being so heavy, that you you can catch 60 miles per hour with a uh, going downhill with the wind behind you. Um, so you're not going anywhere fast. But once we get there, man, it's it's eye popping and eye catching, and so uh, we're super excited about that. We're actually fixing to do our first fair in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, in that market uh, coming up soon with that truck, and so we're super excited about getting that out. So just. Man, it's just a it's a great it's a great area to be in with this company just because, um, you know, I think there's, you know, nine of us in, in upper upper management, including our owners. And, you know, it's just a team that, that dreams together. You know, we get to dream together, we get to vision together and and uh, build this thing, you know, and it's uh, pretty exciting. I tell people all the time, you know, I'm part of a company that's young and uh, young entrepreneurs and they challenge me and, and every day, not even just professionally, but personally. And it's just, it's good. And so it's good to let's see your, your, your dreams come to fruition when you're doing these at home kits and you're seeing people excited about having axling in their backyard or you're doing, you know, a corporate event where you're getting to let them, especially with the economy we live in these days where for a second people kind of get to forget about everything going on in our world and they're get to kind of just decompress for a second and they get to do that through acts doing something we love you know so pretty cool i mean yeah that's a very strong positive message especially in such trying times because you know 
people aren't used to being separated like this and that it'd be cool to have something that's both something active that you can do with your body and something that people find to be, you know, cool and uh, engaging even at home. So it's like, that's really cool that you guys managed to find a way to bring that to people even during a time like this. And uh, while we're talking about the idea of dreams and vision and being a young, enthusiastic company, I wanted to ask each of you, and this is really just more like a personal curiosity question of mine. Uh, what would you guys see being like the ultimate goal here? Are you guys trying to like make axe throwing the next, you know, big sport or get in the Olympics or like, what's the big dream that you guys would chase if you could? Yeah, I'll jump in there. Um, you know, for me, it is, it's, it's the expansion of the sport. Um, you know, uh, I think in a lot of industry, if you're in a market and then all of a sudden a competitor comes into that similar market that you're in, you, you get, um, worried or, you know, you, you think, well, this is going to cannibalize our, our business. And, um, you know, we're, or if we open up an additional, um, store like we are in memphis for example we're opening up our second um store there in in a in one market so that that'll be the first time we do this um my biggest thing when that happens is i i actually embrace it because again it gives people more of an opportunity to try uh axe throwing um and and this sport and and make it a hobby there's not many hobbies out there that you can pick up in a few hours and honestly, over the course of, you know, a, a few, a uh, few tries start to be pretty good at it. And it, you know, and, and as you go and grow and, and, you know, there, there are a few other brands that are very, very popular, um, in axe throwing and what they've done. Um, and it is, you, you see it on ESPN. Um, they have, you know, these huge tournaments, um, and they are mainly out of Canada, but they're starting to grow more here in the U uh, S and, and that's when it's exciting. You know, when, when, you know, we can be out at a restaurant and there's a television on and, and we saw ax throwing. Um, it, it was a great feeling, uh, for us. And, and this is where I think the goal is, um, for, for it to become a mainstream sport, um, that people can enjoy just as much as bowling, you know, at the end of the day. Um, you know, it, it is creating itself, um, a, a nice little space, um, in, in the sports world. Um, and that's, that's honestly for us, I think is the, the goal of it. Um, I think it would be awesome if it were in the Olympics, speaking of, you know, the, the Olympic games that, you know, we're watching here, but, um, I, and, and the way they're progressing, I, you, you never know. <laughs> it, it could be up there. I, I see axe throwing just as cool as curling so why not <laughs> yeah i would i would echo uh what scott said you know and uh you know in that it, you know in my mind like i want us to be the measuring stick for the experience like i want people to to uh you know to come to us and man lead with experience that are again that our staff create is is for us to be the measuring stick you know for for what they expect when they throw axes you know so that's that's really you know again kind of echoes in that same aspect as we build this thing and give people opportunities you know we want to i mean we want to be the best at at creating that experience you know we want people to 
to recognize the the Civil Axe brand, and not only the brand, but just the experience that we provide, you know, um, in that from our staff, you know, through and through, you know. So that's that's really, uh, you know, my, my goal with it, you know, is, is with this. And I know that's a, that's all of our goal, you know, in the in the team at, at Civil Axe there is, is we dream this dream, you know, is to, you know, we want to we be the best that we can be at, you know. Um, so. No, uh, I want to ask you guys because you guys are talking about the uh, thing you want to do is get as many people as you can to get past that first experience and how important that first experience is. I want to ask you guys what what kind of people have you seen come in that you didn't really expect to be involved, whether it's like elderly people or like a celebrity <laughs> come do it or just maybe someone you just straight up didn't expect? Like what kind of experiences have you guys had like that? Yeah, this one's this one's uh, for me. It's very easy. Um, we we actually had a blind person um, throw, and it, it was in Huntsville, um, Alabama, and I'm watching this, and I, I was like, "Sure, let's let's do this," <laughs> um, you know. And he came in. Um, and he had a, you know, obviously a, a guide and I, again, we just, we took him through the same exact process, obviously a little bit, you know, um, more hands-on here approach, but he, he, you know, just took it step-by-step, step, listened to our expert and man, I think it took him probably four or five times, but he got it. And, and as soon as he heard it, he, he knew, and it was amazing. Um, you know, it was just this very heartwarming, um, experience that I'll never forget. And it, it was, it was amazing. And this guy, you know, was like, I've always wanted to try this. I'm like, this, this is amazing. <laughs> you know, so for me, it was that experience, um, is, is definitely tops on my list, but you know, we've, like I've said, we've seen people that are 10 years old and we've had, um, we've had the oldest I've seen is a 90, she was 93 and, and she threw, um, and we've also seen, um, uh, people handicapped, um, that are in wheelchairs. It, it can all be done. That's, that's what's so, uh, great about this sport is no matter what your, you know, athletic ability is, is one thing, but, but just, you know, being, um, able, you know, as long as you want to try it, you, you can do this. Um, anyone can do this. Um, as long as they, they, you know, they, they want to give it a shot. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll echo that with, with Scott. I mean, you know, I've had from, you know, obviously 10 years old to, you know, the, the oldest I've seen in physically coach was, it was 89 year old lady that, um, her and her little widowed friends were celebrating her 89th birthday. And, to throw axes and i mean i think this little lady i think she threw for 45 minutes before we could get her to stick but once she snuck she was good and that's all she wanted and she was done she's like i'm ending on that you know and uh you know i was thinking man like anybody can do this and i mean we've had people in wheelchairs that i've coached you know but man all of them are great i honestly truly have to say like i think probably one of my one of my favorite coaching experiences hands down actually happened the last time I was in the Orange Beach store um, back in uh, back early this summer and uh, you know 
obviously, you know, baseball season going on and tournaments galore down there at the beach. And uh, this family come in one night and there was these kids that were all, you know, 10 years old and, and, and they were throwing and just were not getting it, you know, and a, a kid that can't get something like that, they're, they're pretty hard on themselves, you know? And, um, I, I was able to kind of talk with them and, and obviously figured out that they played baseball and, you know, I played baseball growing up and, uh, was able to kind of take the terms of baseball and, and kind of coach it into acting for them. And they started to stick it. And man, like just that sheer, like, excitement once they stuck it and they saw man i can do this you know uh you know because the axes are heavy you know i mean and and you're throwing from a good little distance back and so you know it takes some strategic coaching to kind of find their spot you know uh they're kind of their sweet spot as we you know so call it and and everything and man i i think for that because man i I think just in terms of what kids go through in a day-to-day society you know, with just peer pressure and being bullied and things like that, you know, for them to be able to kind of for a moment, as we talk about, just set everything away in life, you know, and and that as Scott talked about the cheapest form of, of, of uh, you know, therapy that, that you can have for a moment. They're like, man, I accomplished something, you know, they're, they accomplish something that they're watching adults around them do, you know. So I think that honestly, truly, I think with kids are, are probably some of my favorite times, you know, just to watch them do that because of their sense of achievement, you know, because hopefully in that, like you're building that mindset of, Hey, there's nothing that you can't do in life. If you put your mind to it, you know, and that's, that's probably my favorite. That's really awesome, man. I mean, I hearing about a blind guy that's able to throw axes. I mean, that's, that's insane. And then uh, it's awesome how you guys had this like real commitment. That's something I'm getting from both of you. And I hope that it's something that, your culture builds towards in the company is that's a real commitment and enthusiasm about what you guys do. And that's really rare to find these days. So uh, I want to say thank you guys for showing that side of the company while you're on the show. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, that's really incredible. Um, I was going to say while we got a few minutes left, is there anything you guys wanted to make the audience aware of as far as the company goes or, let people know where to find out more about the company, you know, website, social media. If you guys have side projects, you guys want to shout out real quick, you know, you guys are more than welcome to do that. Just let people know where to find out more about the company and what y'all do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously we're on, we're on the internet. Um, so it's civil Um, and then, yeah, we're, we're on, on all the major, uh, social media platforms. Um, especially there in Orange Beach, uh, Facebook, Instagram, um, and we are on TikTok um, now as well. Um, YouTube channel is coming, um, but um, yeah, I think honestly, what what we're here to do is um, is to help you know the community. At the end of the day, um, whether it is in our store. The other thing that we've developed is our Acts of Kindness um, program, which is our community outreach initiative uh, for the company. And, you know, this is an opportunity for organizations to fundraise through mm-hmm. civil axe throwing. Basically, it's a very simple process. Um, we, we develop an event and that event, then we go out and sell tickets for the event. Um, all of the proceeds go to that um, nonprofit um, or organi- you know, the fundraising organization. The only cost is just our experts' uh, time. So, 
you're you're talking about a very small uh, amount um, of of money to cover just our labor, and the rest, every dime goes to that charity or um, nonprofit organization. So, um, you can find out more information about Acts of Kindness on our website. Um, you'll see it at the top uh, of our page, and there's a small form to fill out just with some more information about the organization and the event. Um, and then we, we kind of go from there. So that, that's, that's a big initiative of ours moving forward too, um, is again, just to help the community, Orange Beach, um, Alabama in general, um, with, with anything we can do. Anything you wanted to let us know about Jeremy, anything else you wanted to shout out? Uh, I, I would just say, you know, and, and, you know, we, especially in that Orange Beach location, you know, we would love to have you come out if you're listening in, you're on vacation, uh, live there, uh, you know, like, hey, we'd, lo- we'd love to see you and let you come in, uh, meet our staff. We've got a great, great set of staff there. Uh, we're located above the Daiquiri Bar at the Wharf there. And uh, so come hang out with us, throw some axes, relieve some stress, and uh, uh, let us give you, uh, create a unique experience for you and your family. So that would be uh, we'd love to see you so all right guys well thank you so much for being on the show i really appreciate your time uh the information you shared has been really amazing uh like i said it was awesome to listen to you guys be so enthusiastic about what you do in a world that's truly rare to find uh it was a real pleasure talking with y'all thanks for being on the show thank you dakota likewise thanks dakota all right this has been real with O'Neill. bye everybody